hello hello welcome back thank you for tuning back in i never know how long it's been since the last episode but the last episode was with tori so i feel like i haven't talked to you guys in so long like we haven't had a one-on-one in a minute so i'm excited to be back i'm excited to be back and chatting and i'm not even gonna lie This is not the first time that I've tried sitting down by myself to record an episode. The last times that I was trying to sit down to record, I was literally on the verge of tears. You can hear it in my voice. I was just so close to crying and I was like, what is going on? I talked to Sam and I was like, dude, every time I start to talk about how I'm feeling or what's going on, my voice starts to crack and my my eyes literally get watery like what the fuck and then sam's like yeah bitch because you're not talking about how you're feeling and like basically just reminding me that i need to be letting myself feel emotions and like let myself kind of go through things and things have been weird for me every time that i come back home um So for those of you who didn't know, I go to college in a different city. So when I do come home for the summer, it's always like a bittersweet feeling for me because last summer was not the best summer of my life. In fact, it might have been probably like the worst summer that I've ever had. Um, Yeah, it was just not the hottest summer. So I think that I began to associate those negative experiences and like all the trauma from that summer. Obviously, it makes sense that I was associating it to where it happened, so here in my hometown, but I was associating it too much to the point where I was looking past how lucky and blessed I was to be able to come back with my family and spend time with friends and I just felt like being home took me back to that dark place that I had experienced in the summer. Yeah, like the last times that I was coming, I didn't know what it was. I just knew that I felt like shit and I didn't like coming home. I just kind of dreaded it. But then literally up until the last month, I kind of was just, I was just reflecting and I discovered that it was because I was still holding on to so much trauma within me that I didn't even know. And I was reading I was reading an article, not voluntarily. I was reading it for one of my classes because I'm taking summer classes, but the article was like every time you feel like shit or you feel sad or like whatever's going on, check on yourself physically and make sure that your body is receiving appropriate care so like have you had a hot shower a hot meal have you gone outside have you socialized and i was like oh my god i've literally like i've only left for like three whole weeks that i was home i was only leaving my house to go to the gym and a big part of that is because i was just getting 
so much anxiety leaving the house. I didn't want to go anywhere else that wasn't the gym. So I was just like, okay, you know what? I'm only going to go to the gym and I'll be fine. Like that's the only place that I can go to without getting anxious or feeling nervous. I didn't even realize that I was not going out to other places and like not socializing with other people until I read that article. And I was like, bro, I've literally just been like cooped up in my house. Like, mm, maybe that's why I feel like shit. But then also another thing that the article said was monitoring is like a, it feels like a, like a heavy word, but it was like monitor your media intake and like your social media usage. And I know uh, last episode talked about social media a lot, but as someone who enjoys creating content and likes putting stuff out there, it's kind of hard to not let social media become such a big part of your life. But I think that I also just overlooked the impact that it was having on my mental health. So then when I read that article, I was like, you know what? This is true. Like when I feel like shit, going on my phone and scrolling for half an hour does not make me feel better. And it definitely makes me feel worse. There was a point where I was seeing a nutritionist back at school as well. And one of the things that I was struggling with was comparing myself to others at the gym. And this is like a whole, I think this has to be a whole separate episode of itself. But basically, I kind of restricted myself on Instagram because um, one of the problems that I was having was comparing myself not only at the gym but also with the people that I was seeing on social media and even beyond like gym people like influencers I was also just comparing my life with whoever I followed on Instagram and it just it wasn't helping me feel better so again if I was feeling like shit and then I found myself just like scrolling on social media it didn't help so Once I was here at home, I was like, you know what? This is also getting out of hand. So I already had like the little timer on my phone, like the little, oh, like, you know, like the little time, like the screen timer on my phone. I already had it since like December, but I would not, like I I would fucking be like, oh, ignore for today. I do that every single time every day that it came up I just put ignore 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 and I was never holding myself accountable or being truly restrictive on myself because I was like you know what it's fine like I know what I'm doing bro I literally was just cheating the system um someone needed to be there and take my phone away because I was still consuming so much media if I wasn't on Instagram I was like oh I'll just scroll on TikTok because it's not as bad it was this equally as bad. Um, so yeah, one thing that I began to do because I was like, okay, you know what? If I want to see changes and if I want to start feeling better, I have to do this shit. Like I have to make some sacrifices here. Oh my God, I can't use my phone for the first 30 minutes that I wake up. And I know it's like, um, it's been said recently or like it's becoming a little bit more known now. Like, oh, don't use your phone. Like, Um, the first 30 minutes that you wake up, it makes sense. Like, give your brain a little bit of time to wake up in the morning before you just, like, feed it blue light and, like, social media. So the first things that I would do in the morning was make my bed, go outside, and 
I think this is easier when there's sun outside, but, and I, I follow this Instagram page um, called at CMOS Girlies. Oh my God, it's like the best meme page ever. Like, it's so funny. And a lot of their memes at the time were like, oh, me waking up like a zombie to go get my morning sunlight. And back when I was in school, my professor try to get all of us to get morning sunlight right when we woke up but i lived in an apartment complex and i was on the fifth floor so i was not about to travel five flights of stairs down to get some morning sunlight at 7 a.m and then climb back up i'm sorry but i i just wasn't gonna do that so i was like okay you know what when i'm back at home i'm gonna do it i didn't do it until i started reading about it and i started to feel like the results from like the first three days that I sat outside in the sun it just it's so grounding I can't explain it you just have to go do it like as soon as you wake up in the morning if it's sunny go outside and just sit in the sun and just take some deep breaths take some deep fucking breaths outside close your eyes and just enjoy existing and have some gratitude that you woke up you know um that's kind of where I kind of was letting myself go I was just letting myself feel the gratitude of being here at home and being with family and being with friends and it's also hard to put a time stamp on when you're going to start feeling better and how long your healing journey is but to be honest there's no time stamp at all You are the only person that gets to determine how you feel throughout each day and how you handle each day. I began to accept what I could control and what I couldn't. So I couldn't control, I couldn't control how sometimes I would be reminded of some things and how I would feel. And obviously I can't really control the impact that that event had on me, but I could control what type of media I was consuming on a day-to-day basis, um, what I was having for breakfast that day, what I was eating throughout the day in general, how I took care of my body, if I was exercising, if I was going on walks, all that little stuff that sounds corny and that you get tired of hearing of, It's those are the things that really start to make you feel better because just like a plant needs water, like humans need social time, humans need to exercise, humans need to be fed properly, we need to be taken care of properly, think of yourself like as a little kid, you know, like if you, well I have a sister, I have like a five-year-old sister, so like having her kind of just reminds me like, okay, like, like I need to feed her, I need to shower her, I need to do her hair, I need to make sure that she's okay, And when other people are going through something or are telling you about something that's going on with them, it's very easy for you to be like, they just need to take a break, like take deep breaths, like they'll be fine. But it's harder to do that for yourself. Like it's kind of hard to recognize that you might need a break and getting sunlight, um, going on walks, listening to podcasts, my favorite podcasts right now are CMOS Girlies, Anything Goes by Emma Chamberlain. 
aware and aggravated by Leo Skeppy. So just like grounding podcasts and educational podcasts, something fruitful for the brain, something that isn't going to make you feel like shit and isn't going to contribute to you feeling like more shit when you already feel like shit. So yeah, I was just like, okay, you know what? I can control how I'm feeling to a certain extent. Like I can do things that can make me feel better. Also listening to good music. I think that I I do love reggaeton and I love like rap and hip hop, but you know, good hype songs for the gym. But I was like, okay, low key, why am I listening to fuck bitches get money when I feel like shit? Like I can't do this. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a break from listening to like aggressive rappers and I don't remember what song it was by Janae I think it was Spotless Mind Spotless Mind or Eternal Sunshine or one of the two but I was driving and I literally just like started crying in my car because just like listening to such soothing voices and beautiful lyrics I think just kind of released something inside of me that I wasn't letting myself let go of. So I was like, you know what? I need this more. I more Thames, more Janae, Wizkid, um, Ira Star. I don't know, just like that happy music. Um, a lot of country. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm definitely tapping into my country era. I don't care. Like I'm a big I love country now, so feeding myself good music, feeding myself good vibes, and also keeping in touch with friends. I think this is a really big one because since I was associating my hometown with like bad experiences, I also wasn't being appreciative of the people that I had here and the emotional support systems that I had here because I had established such deep connections with the people that I met back at school and when summertime would come around or when thanksgiving break or winter break like whenever those times would roll around in the school year i hated it because i was like oh my god like i'm not gonna have my friends next door and i'm not gonna have my friend five minutes away like i was just so concerned thinking for myself but i think that because i went through such a I'm sorry I keep throwing around I keep throwing the word traumatic around but honestly that's just like the best way I can explain it but after I went through something really traumatic it was very easy for me to become attached to my emotional support systems and to the friendships that were helping me throughout throughout the entire time I was like this is literally so stupid like I can literally just FaceTime them and call them and yeah, it's not the same as having someone physically there next to you, but feeling the sense that they're still there was really important to me. So I made reaching out and texting them a priority. Um, I don't know. I feel very lucky to have such loving friends and such beautiful friendships, to be honest, because friendships have been a little bit of a roller coaster for me. But I think that life is all about sorting out what type of people suit you and what type of friends you can truly be your most authentic self around. And 
friends that validate your emotions and friends that support your dreams. Yeah, you kind of just begin to sort out which people you want to keep in your life and which people aren't really serving you anymore. And I think that this summer has been revealing of what type of friends I want to keep around me. And yeah. Very big on healing right now, if you ask me. Very anti-summertime sadness. And I'm just kind of realizing that nothing is the same. Nothing will ever be the same. You and life are ever-changing and that's okay. I think that I wasn't, I, I think that I'm very big on expecting things to be the same. Like every summer back home is going to be the same and every winter back home is going to be the same. And that's just not the case. You have to be open to new experiences and obviously I'm not saying like, oh yeah, like expect the worst like what the fuck like no that's not what i'm saying at all but do be open to the positive things that can come into your life to positive changes to new beginnings to new friendships new jobs new everything just be a little bit more open-minded about things not being the same way forever as someone who gets very comfortable with the way things are very quick it's hard to grasp the fact that nothing is going to be the same forever but things have been better i think i i think i've been letting myself let go a little bit more and just being appreciative of the way things are now and where i'm at right now and also a big thing is like believing that you are deserving of all the good that's yet to come in your life because I guess it just kind of goes with living in optimism and yeah some people might say like oh it's corny or it's cliche but if you're an optimistic person I applaud you because it can be so hard to remain optimistic and trying to see trying to see the positive out of a negative experience or always giving people the benefit of the doubt because when we're constantly being presented with here i go again with traumatic experiences or losing friendships or or breaking up with someone or reading something sad on the news like it's so hard to remain hopeful of what the future can hold also again just remind yourself of what you can control and what you can't control um you can't control what happens you can't control what people come into your life you can't control what people you lose so just kind of move with grace and if you believe that things are always working out for the better then they will be yeah i don't really know how to get the point across without me sounding repetitive long story short just fucking live your life (laughs) expect nothing appreciate everything i think that's a good that's a very good life motto (laughs) to have um and one of my favorite things to remind myself is i can't set expectations for people or expectations for the way i want someone to act or expectations for an event that's coming up, an expectation for a season that's coming up, I can't 
do that anymore like i can't because i end up number one getting hurt number two feeling like shit because it's not the way that i anticipated it to be so teaching myself to just expect nothing and appreciate everything just appreciate things the way that they are appreciate the people that are around you in the given moment appreciate everything about yourself Ooh, actually something that i just remembered um so remember how i was talking about my nutritionist and how fucking amazing she was so so she began asking me how much of an impact my comparison to others was having on the way that i saw myself and my body and i began to explain and describe the thoughts and emotions that i was having and she told me well i'm not gonna diagnose you because i'm obviously not like a professional therapist or anything but i but that sounds a lot like body dysmorphia and i was like fuck (laughs) i guess it just made sense i was like okay This makes sense that these thoughts are very persistent and very prevalent in my life right now. And she began helping me with taking steps towards appreciating my body for what it was doing rather than what it looked like. And it sounds very sad thinking about it now. It's like mind blowing to me thinking about how i was actually having that conversation and she was and she was actually giving me that type of advice because i would have never thought that i would be ever receiving that type of advice or experiencing something like that so yeah she was very helpful in so many aspects of my life at the time and so yeah one of the biggest things that i took away from our little sessions was her telling me to remind myself of how much my body does for me on a day-to-day basis and even going beyond like lifting and like going to the gym and being active looking at just like the way that that my body is like i'm able to wake up in the morning and drink water for myself like i'm able to make myself breakfast i'm able to walk to class and my body does so much for me why am i why am i looking past that just so i can like keep judging myself and keep looking at all of the flaws that i was seeing in myself and it's it was obviously like such a hard thing to do because and i was just like crying every day because i didn't like that i was having those thoughts and i felt very i felt like a piece of shit I felt like a piece of shit human being. I was like, there are people who have it worse. And I'm over here complaining because because of the way that I'm shaped. Like, I don't know. It's it's something very hard and it's something that I don't wish on anyone. It's something very mentally draining and physically draining to deal with something like that. Um, but I'm also very grateful for my nutritionist and the types of thought patterns that she helped me make 
um, in order to combat with that. Um, so yeah, now that's something that I try to keep persistent in my daily routine, I guess, is just to remind myself of how much my body does for me and how and how much I have to be grateful for beyond that. Oh my gosh, kind of wrapping it up on a very extreme point, but long story short, let yourself live. Be open to experiences and take care of yourself physically, mentally. Yeah, I really hope that everything I was saying makes sense. I think that I feel like I always start the episodes off really nervous and kind of like stiff in my speech. And then as it goes on, I just start to blabber even more and I still can't understand what I'm trying to say. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode regardless. I hope that um, you guys take something from it. I hope that it was a gentle reminder to take care of yourself and know that you are loved because I'm sending you my love. I'm sending you and yeah, we'll talk soon.